Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm Jim Irizarry. A summertime staple isn't the heat and humidity, it's the mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are definitely a problem. Uh, They do present themselves to be a public health threat. They can also just be a nuisance. In addition to being a nuisance, some types of mosquitoes can carry diseases. The most common and dangerous illness caused by infected mosquitoes is West Nile virus. We don't have any uh, West Nile uh, identified in the county yet. Um, We will at some point in this season. Um, West Nile is is endemic in our area. We had, I believe, 30 cases um, amongst mosquitoes identified last year. About one in five people who are infected develop a fever with lesser symptoms such as body aches or vomiting. But in severe cases, West Nile can cause vision loss or paralysis. Brett Davis, Assistant Director of Environmental Health at the St. Joseph County Health Department, says taking precautions is something everyone should be doing. You are going to be outside. Make sure you wear your uh, repellent. Not all repellent is created equally. You should use a repellent that has one of the CDC-approved active ingredients. That would be either DEET, Picaridin, IR3535, or oil of lemon eucalyptus. Um, Also wearing long sleeves and pants when you can. Also a good way of trying to keep mosquitoes off of you. The department also says homeowners may be harboring a home for mosquitoes without even realizing. Making sure that your gutters are cleaned out. You don't have any... uh, you know, old automotive tires lying around next to the garage, dumping out your bird baths uh, fairly regularly. Um, you know, if you got a wheelbarrow that you haven't turned over or a kiddie pool that's not being used, you know, making sure that you're not having standing water breeding sources in your backyard um, is the best thing that you can do. WSBT's Tiana Baxter reporting. There's concern about an ethanol leak from a South Bend plant going into the Kankakee River. There are no animals in sight along this stretch of Dixon Ditch. The water that is flowing in this area is cloudy, and the plants appear to be suffering. Where it used to be crystal clear, you could see the fish swimming and stuff, but right now there's no activity on the, in the water whatsoever. The ducklings are all just dying. That's Paul Wassenhove. He's been living next to this water for decades, and this area is a special place for Wassenhove. I used to bring my kids here. taking fish and, you know, not no more. It's gone. The cloudy conditions of this ditch caused by an ethanol spill from South Bend Ethanol. The ditch runs right by South Bend Ethanol and into the Kankakee River. The Indiana Department of Environmental Management said in an email the spill likely has reached the Kankakee. IDEM says it is investigating and overseeing the cleanup process. For Wassenhove, this spill is disheartening. He's noticed the dirty water for a while and says it has already done damage to the wildlife. Wazenhove wants more done. If you got to do something, you know, halt the bad things that you're wanting to get rid of, have them hauled away to some place that can do it, but not to the river that's killing everything. 
Item says the spill has been stopped and that South Bend Ethanol is working to clean up the spill and impacted areas. WSBT's Asher Bookspan reporting. An intense and heated meeting in the Brandywine School District was held on Thursday. Many Brandywine teachers spoke out at Thursday's curriculum committee meeting. What feels like a lack of transparency. A lot of questions of where certain ideas are coming from, where the desire to, for these new committees is coming from, where the need is coming from. Brandywine teacher Kevin Smith says this perceived lack of trust hurts. He believes the CKLA proposal is the best for the students and it would be best for the teachers to get started right away. Some members of the curriculum committee say they don't see the need to rush into this decision. Brandywine Superintendent Travis Walker says he supports the CKLA adoption. He says he trusts the teachers fully. So we've got a very robust team. There's, there's 27 members on the team who are, who are very qualified and, and can do the work. Um, you know, and I think they know what our needs are best. And, and so I, I want to hear their voices at the table. People in the audience saying their voice isn't being heard, many pleading to give teachers time to prepare. And I noticed this from the get-go in January when I started coming to these meetings is the micromanagement of the board. Make it a priority to take the right step here, right now. There still is no curriculum that has been agreed on or purchased, so please make sure that there is a plan if the curriculum isn't here in time. Smith also expressing frustration that the board is taking its time to make a curriculum decision. There's something ironic that, you know, we're in a building, a room that is supposed to contain all knowledge that we can present, and it feels like there are certain things, certain topics, certain categories of information or knowledge that are being put under review. WSBT's Sean English reporting. Just hours after three people were shot Wednesday morning in South Bend, police revealed paramedics and investigators had a tough time getting close to the victims because of the massive crowd of people. Supporters of a new state law that requires giving officers enough space at crime scenes, which went into effect just days ago, say cases like this are a major reason why a law like this was needed. Overnight, hundreds gathered at a large party on Washington and Walnut. Then shots rang out. Police say there were more than 130 rounds fired by 13 different guns. Police had to bring in 36 cars from four different departments, and getting help for the three victims was a challenge. People that had the victims surrounded and we could not get there, and they were forcibly not letting us get to them. Whatever that reason was, I don't know. It's irrelevant. We are there to help somebody, to try to save a life. Um, The new law, HB 1186, went into effect this weekend and creates a 25-foot buffer zone for police and fire to work at a scene. Not giving them enough room or getting closer after being warned is a Class C misdemeanor, with penalties that can include 60 days in county jail and $500 in fines. That's like a last resort we want to get to. We want to help before we have to do anything else, and that was uh, critically interrupted. One juvenile was arrested for obstructing police from entering the scene, and police say there is no reason to have tried to stop first responders from helping the victims. Mayor James Mueller hopes the community will come forward with information to help police with their investigation. We need the information to be able to get these violent offenders off the streets, and the prosecutor's office needs information to be able to charge them and make sure that these violent offenders stay off the streets. Anyone with information is urged to come forward, either by speaking with police directly or reaching out anonymously with a tip through Crime Stoppers. WSBT's Asher Bookspan reporting. Blueberry season has officially begun in Michiana. Not much is better than freshly picked fruit on a hot summer day. Thousands of people look forward to picking their own fresh berries at local farms. It's about the experience as much as it is about the blueberries. Starting today, blueberries are ready to be picked at the Blueberry Ranch. Since 1953, the ranch has been serving Michiana. 
A lot of hard work goes into growing these small berries. This year's mixed weather was a concern, but the owner said that the dry spell did not affect the blueberries. And in fact, this year is one of the best crops they've ever had. We're, uh, we, that dry spell, we have two different kinds of irrigation. We kept everything watered. Uh, the size is very good. Um, nope, it's, it's, it's a very excellent crop. The Blueberry Ranch is one of the largest organic blueberry farms in the Midwest, attracting people from all over the Midwest. One family from Indianapolis area make it a tradition to come to the ranch every year. I used to come here when I was eight with my Aunt Becky. Um, I'm 18 now, so actually probably 10 years then. But yes, it's always very fun. To pick your own berries, it costs just under $3 a pound at Blueberry Ranch. Keep in mind that blueberry season lasts through mid-August. WSBT's Cicely Porter reporting. In an effort by a group hoping to save Clay High School from closure, two South Bend school board members and a parent are taking legal action against the South Bend Community School Corporation. It's important to have a school in the Clay community. Um, people underestimate the power of community in supporting schools and the performance of schools when they're supported by a community. The South Bend School Board approved the facilities master plan earlier this year. That plan would close Clay High School, another elementary school, and spark other major changes in the district. He says that the district failed to create a plan to move these students without violating the consent decree. That decree says the number of black students in each school should be within 15 percentage points of the total percentage of black students within the school corporation. Clay has a 42% minority population, and Augustino says the closing would negatively impact this group. You're displacing a large proportion of minority students. What's the plan? How are we going to respond to the needs of this community of students? And why are they being disproportionately impacted by this closing compared to other students throughout the school corporation? Less than a month ago, South Bend school officials said this was not the case. 15% of our schools have to be, um, you know, African American um, or minority. And we meet the, um, our schools meet that criteria. Since announcing the closure, more than 30 full-time Clay High School staff have left. With students having to face transferring schools and dealing with short staffing, Augustino says the students were not fully considered in the decision to close Clay. And we're looking for that transition plan. We don't think one was actually uh, conducted or, or completed or performed in any way before this. We think that the school corporation put the cart before the horse. WSBT's Sean English reporting. Traveling by RV is a popular pastime, but how do you do so safely while your pet is with you? Elkhart, Indiana, dubbed the RV capital of the world, produces roughly 85% of North America's RVs. Alliance RV, one of the many recreational vehicle makers in the area, says RVs are pet friendly, but that every model has its limits. April Clark, inside sales representative for Alliance, says owners should be cautious of leaving their pet in an RV unattended in the event of a power outage or air conditioning failure. Gauging the temperature, today's supposed to be what, like 90? So. Knowing those days that are really high heat, you don't want to be leaving them for very long. Unlike a house or apartment, an RV's default setting for AC units is off when an RV experiences a power outage. That means it doesn't take long for the temperature to rise inside an RV. Pet and RV owner Olivia Dobbins agrees that if someone with animals plans on stepping out of their rig, they should take extra precaution. Take them whenever you can. I wouldn't leave them for more than a few hours in an RV by themselves. And if they are, check on them thoroughly, have like um, cameras or whatnot to make sure that they're okay. 
Currently, there are no safety features designed specifically for pets in most RV models. Few products are available to remotely monitor the inside temperatures of an RV. Most depend on Wi-Fi or are only effective with a certain radius. According to Alliance, if RV owners want additional pet-friendly features to come standard, they'll first have to speak up. So if customers more and more are saying this is necessary, we need this, then I feel like the industry will listen. Um, other manufacturers outside of the RV industry will listen. Uh, it's just a matter of need. WSBT's Erica Finke reporting. Fair food is a staple of any county or state fair, but due to rising food costs, some vendors have had to decide whether coming to the St. Joseph County 4-H Fair is still profitable. That's coming from a vendor with more than 30 years of experience who was very emotional when talking about having to make that difficult decision. Now from dairy, produce, oil, it doesn't matter what it is, it seems like nearly every product involved in fair food is up in price these days. For vendors at the St. Joseph County 4-H Fair, this is creating a dilemma, deciding whether or not to raise prices. Brett Rupert has been a vendor for more than 30 years and has had to make cost-cutting measures to keep up. From changing where he gets his products to raising prices, Rupert says he's doing whatever he can to make sure that he can keep coming back to the fair every year. Everything from the water we get from Pepsi is going up to the, the soda, the ice, the flour, the apples, all that is just constantly, you know, you're, you're reminded of what you used to pay a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago, and then you look at what you're paying today and that just it becomes painful, it really does. Another vendor told me that the decision to raise prices gets more difficult when you factor in that it could result in a loss of loyal customers. WSBT's Leo Goldman reporting. While most say Independence Day is about enjoying friends, family, and fireworks, a local veteran says it's about the sacrifice. The freedom that we have, that means a lot to me. And uh, the family. The 4th of July has been celebrated as the birth of American independence since the 18th century. With festivities ranging from fireworks, parades, and concerts to more casual family gatherings and barbecues. With all of the patriotic festivities, it's challenging to remember what Independence Day is truly about. But for Charlotte Horner, it's all about being with family and appreciating what we have. Family and friends and, and uh, just enjoying the day with them. And I think that's great. While some tend to forget the deeper reason for Independence Day, others believe the true meaning will never be forgotten. You can never forget, you can never forget what it all means. Tony was a Navy corpsman. He told me Independence Day is more about the people appreciating sacrifices made for our freedom. First and foremost, it is about, it is about all those people that sacrificed for us and gave us our freedom. Freedom to live like we can't live anywhere else. Minor added, it's also about the little things. And then it means all the little things, you know, family, uh, picnics, all that good stuff. Hotter than a firecracker on the 4th of July. The 4th of July means many different things, but for all, it's a time to celebrate America and our freedom. WSBT's Tiana Baxter reporting. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT.
Hey, everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 